Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Hello, hello, good afternoon. Welcome, welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am your host, Vidal, the Shark CFO. And in the back, we have our co-host today, Captain Crunch. He's actually just looking from from his eye. He's actually had a very he actually had a very very busy weekend uh, with our baby girl Anna Georgia here and Miguel Angelito and the whole family. He had a very busy weekend, so I think that today and tomorrow are going to be very very mellow days. Isn't that right, Captain Crunch? Hey, Captain Crunch. You see, he's not even paying attention. Our co-host today is not even paying attention. He's too tired. So, how was your weekend? How's um, how was your relaxing, purging, forgetting, decompressing, unplugging from everything and just focusing on yourself and your family and enjoying life? We for sure did that over the weekend here in in our household. We actually relaxed. Uh, we did not think about business, even though it was a little bit in the back of our heads. But uh, we are with the full energy, great uh, plans, great programs, great, great things happening every day, every week, every single minute here, because um, everything is great, right? And um, did you guys hear the news yesterday? It was like um, like a bomb that exploded in the United States through the New York Times. It was very interesting because uh, you pretty much know what I'm talking about. Um, New York Times got a hold of uh, uh, Mr. Donald Trump's tax returns for the last 20 years. And um, I actually could not have stopped laughing about some of the comments that I've read and heard in the news about his tax returns. And it's very funny because we plan our weeks for lunch with the shark ahead of time. Like we have a, a three months plan ahead of time. And believe it or not, this week has been allocated and marked three months ago, so we can talk about taxes. So thank you, New York Times, for breaking that news. And uh, I would have suggested you, New York Times, to educate pretty much everyone in America prior on you releasing those tax returns. Because, come on, we all knew we all speculated. We pretty much had known for years that Donald Trump pays no taxes. If those tax returns are real, those returns are the true records that the Internal Revenue Service have on their files for Donald Trump and Donald Trump organization. Kudos for him. And uh, he has great amazing 
tax planners. He has great, amazing CPAs, tax attorneys, and tax preparers that have maximized, maximized our tax code. Yes. Yes, that's all there is. And let me tell you one thing. If you have a truly good accountant, tax advisor, tax attorney, you would probably be in the same boat as Mr. Trump. You would be paying less than $750 or $750 in taxes. But the problem is that most of us, we are and we're giving our opinion and our advice when we all go in to Costco or Home Depot or online and download H&R Block online, TurboTax online, and we do our taxes ourselves selves based on the opinions that we hear from our friend, from our compadre, from my mom. Oh, do this deduction because it helps you. No, it doesn't work like that. The less we know, the more we pay in taxes. The more we want to know about other things that do not belong to our scope or specialty, we are going to fuck it up. And what do I mean is that we pay more taxes than my compadre, my neighbor, and people that are tax planning and have utilized a tax professional to do their tax returns. Oh, but he should pay more taxes. What about Bill Gates? What about Apple organization? What about the top CEOs of this country? Oh, because the tax laws are done for the 1%. No, tax laws are not done for the 1%. Tax laws are done for the whole population of the United States. But the top 1%, know what the hell they're doing and that's doing their own business that's why they hire tax professionals to do their own taxes because instead of focusing on a hundred thousand million things to do they just focus on one thing and one thing only which is growing their own business and learning about their own business and then in return they are capable of hiring attorneys accountants engineers, architects, buying the most expensive houses out there because they know what the hell they're doing. Not like all of us, that we know nothing, that we want to do everything on our own. Oh, let me hire this person because they're going to tell me, teach me how to do my own marketing. And have you realized that that person that is selling you that marketing course, seminar, here's the top marketing agencies in the world do their own marketing? Oh, let me hire this coach because they're going to teach me the secret formula to make $10,000 in 30 days. Do you know that they have 100 coaches behind them telling them what to do? They are listening on what to do. And what? You want to do it on your own? You want to do the marketing? You want to sell? You want to deliver? You want to do accounting? You want to do taxes and pay no taxes, but at the end, oh shit, I pay, I pay $100 in taxes. What am I going to do? And Donald Trump pays nothing. What is he doing? He's stealing. He might be stealing, but what you're doing is you're stealing from your own. You stealing from yourself. 
you're cheating yourself. He's not. It's so funny because today I was watch I was actually listening to uh um the Today Show at NBC and Savannah Grafbury said, Oh, at Donald Trump's tax return, we see that he's liable personally for $300 million that are gonna that are due in the next years. And what is he gonna do? If he is if he's reelected, what is he gonna do? Is he gonna focus on the company that he owns and on himself because he owns $300 million? Or is he gonna focus in the country? How bad it is to own $300 million? Are you that scared of owing $300 million? Do you think that Donald Trump, and mind you, I am not defending him. Uh, I sympathize with him, but I am not defending him. It's his business, right? So how afraid are you of signing a note for personally guaranteeing it for $300 million? It's $300 million. So what? What is she insinuating? Oh, oh, he's he has to focus on his corporation. So he's not going to be focusing in America because he he owes $300 million. Are you that scared to owe $1 million to grow your business? You shouldn't be scared of borrowing money to grow your business. And if you have to personal guarantee it, obviously you have to do some state planning some tax planning some business planning which is pretty much out of your scope if you're scared of that debt what is what's the deal of saying oh he owes 300 million dollars that are due in the next years can you call apple and see how much they owe? Can you call Microsoft and see how much they owe? Can you call any other companies that are up there on the top 500 fortune list? Let's see how much they owe and how much their, their shareholders have guaranteed. Why are we so focused on this? Yesterday we were having a conversation and we were discussing this and I said, you know what? The thing is that most of us don't do a thorough or a real tax planning. We just, hey, we, we have to pay taxes. We have to pay taxes. We pay taxes every pay period. Don't, they, they deducted from our tax from a paycheck. And at the end of the year, we get a refund, right? And most of us, when we get a refund, we're like, oh, shit, I didn't pay taxes. Yay, 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 yay. But do you know what happens when you get a refund? You're actually lending your money to the government interest-free. When was the last time that you reviewed your W-4 with your employer? If you're getting t refunds 
every year for the last two, three years, it's because you're not doing tax planning, basic tax planning for your employment. And that's called W-4. When was the last time you updated it? Your W-4. Why are you lending for money for free to the government? So today's topic, you pretty much figure it out by now, it's taxes. But we're going to tell you what's the difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion. Because most of the commentaries that I've heard about Donald Trump's tax returns and his corporate are more aimed on saying, oh, he's tax evading. Let me tell you one thing. If the IRS would have had the, the slightest suspicion of tax evasion, him, his representatives would have been already in prison, indicted for tax evasion, and it would be a huge, a bigger, bigger, bigger story. But I don't think it has gotten to that point or nor will it get to that point that he is tax planning aggressively. Yes, he is. That that's why he's paying his tax advisors, that his tax advisors are utilizing every single trick, every single loophole, every single tax code article in our federal tax code? Yes, they are. What's wrong with that? You are capable of doing so. You are capable of tax planning. You can do tax planning. It's not against the law. What it's against the law, it's tax evading. Oh, depreciation. He has a lot of losses on his real estate. Go to any real estate investor and look at their books. Look at their tax returns. They invest on real estate uh, uh, tax, uh, real estate trusts that generate losses. Most companies do. Most investors go and invest on certain companies that they know that they're going to lose money so they can utilize those losses in their tax returns. That's not, a, that's not news. Maybe it is to you, but it's not news. That's actually part of tax planning, investing on certain things that you know that you're going to lose some money and you're willing to, to do so in the company so you can utilize them on other organizations. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. And let me tell you one thing. No one, no one has to pay taxes. That's why we all are, or most of you are, offended that Donald Trump is not paying taxes. But taxes are the law. Taxes are the law. But it does not say that you have to pay taxes. It says that you have to present a tax return and pay the taxes as per that tax return. The law does not say, don't use the law. The tax code does not say, hey, I'm here 
but don't apply it. Utilize it. The term tax avoidance and tax evasion are often, often used interchangeably, but they are very, very different concepts. Basically, tax avoidance, it's legal. It is legal. While tax evasion obviously is not legal, right? So let me go into details about, about tax avoidance. Tax avoidance is the legitimate minima, minimizing of taxes and maximizing after-tax income using methods included in the tax code. That's what we have a tax code. Businesses avoid taxes by sheltering income from taxes by setting up employee retirement plans. Yes, that's legal. By accelerated depreciation, cost segregation, structures, offshores, tax loopholes, tax shields. They all are tax avoidance and they are perfectly legal. Another thing that we need to realize is that Donald Trump went into politics being a business owner, an entrepreneur. Whether you like it or not, he has invested his own money, borrowed money, family money, whatever it is, and gambled it, whether it has paid out or not, that's up to him. We should care that he has maybe overstated his wealth. Who hasn't? If you want Bill Gates to show you all his money, he's going to show you a piece of paper, same as Mark Zuckerberg from, from Facebook. They're going to show you a piece of paper, and that's what it's going to be most of their money in. Their wealth, it's in a piece of paper that are called shares from companies. If they want to sell them, I don't know if they'll get all, all of it or not, but they're going to get a good chunk of it, right? Here's some example of tax avoidance. You have tax deductions and tax credits. That's in the tax code. That's how taxes are calculated. All your taxable income, okay? All your taxable income minus your deductions. Deductions, okay? So let's be, let's be very clear. Deductions are anything that it's allowed for you to reduce your taxable income, okay? To that amount, you're going to actually calculate or determine your tax. That's how much taxes you owe. But the tax code allows you tax credit, which means that it's amounts that you can calculate or fix amounts that you can take versus the tax liability whatever the amount of taxes that you have to pay. Those taxes, the tax credits, might be refundable 
or might not. If you utilize them, fine. If you don't, you don't get them back. Let me give you an example of a refundable tax credit. Earned income credit and child tax credit. Those are refundable. Those, the IRS says, well, if your tax credit is higher than whatever you owe me in taxes, I am going to refund you. I'm going to give you that back, that difference, because of your income. That's it. And it's based on your taxable income. Okay? So all the time, you need to check with a qualified tax advisor. A qualified tax advisor. Okay? Now, let's go to tax evasion. On the other hand, tax evasion, it's usually 100% illegal and those are means to avoid paying taxes usually tax evasion involves hiding or misrepresenting income the internal revenue code or the tax revenue code says that the willful attempt to evade or defeat any tax law is guilty of a felony. Yes, felony that carries imprisonment and a fine. And here's some examples of tax evading. Not reporting cash transactions. Providing false information to the IRS about business income or expenses. My compadre, my neighbor said that I can deduct, deduct my trip to Hawaii with my whole family as the business. Guess what? If you do that, that's tax evasion. That's not tax avoidance nor tax planning. That's tax evasion. Adrian, thank you so much. We really appreciate your comment. He says that Invictus Advisors are the best. We, we might be the best. Thank you. We just say it as it is. We don't sugarcoat things. We go straight to protecting you, our clients, our friends. We don't do any shitty things. We do some tax planning very aggressively, though. Failing to withhold federal income taxes or FICA taxes for employee paychecks. chingada! I've seen so many people do this. I've seen people write payroll checks and don't report the taxes or the payrolls to the irs that's tax evasion that's stealing from your employees period paying yourself under somebody else's that's tax evading that's creating a burden on somebody else and i can go on and on and on and, and, and the funny thing is that our train of thought is so rational that when they come to us with certain things like that and they say, oh, it, but it's because this. I'm like, dude, do you know that the agent that would review your tax return would hold an audit has heard that in time, X time 10? Like, dude, 
don't bullshit me. Your tax advisor, your accountant, your CPA, your tax attorney, you should see him, her, them as your spiritual guidance for your business. You should confess every single freaking sin to them because they're there in, in theory. We are here to help you. Dude, do you know what? I took the vacation with my family to Hawaii and I run it through the company. Well, let's see what we can salvage from that. But on the other hand, you're so dumb on running those expenses from your business because ultimately your numbers are fucked up. You're telling me that you fucking care about your numbers. How are you going to grow your company if you have fuck up numbers? You're just stealing from yourself. You need to have a conversation with your tax person to have them understand how you would like to position your company to avoid, to save, to reduce, to minimize taxes and maximize, strategize your tax advantages with deductions and credits. A tax advisor can be aggressive. What this means is that you want to tax prepare to do everything that they can to reduce your tax liability and to maximize your tax credits. They will do everything in their, reduce, in their power to reduce your taxes so you can pay hardly anything. What's wrong with that? These people think very outside the box, usually providing ideas around tax uh, strategies, maximizing the tax code, tax shelters, other creative ways of reducing your taxes. I've met, well, I stand actually corrected. In my 25 years of plus of tax uh, advisor, I've only heard one people say to me, no, actually two people say to me from the same company, please do not use any tax strategy. Please do not use any tax credits. We want to pay taxes straightforward because we want to contribute to our nation. That's perfectly fine as well. They paid shitload of taxes when they saw their tax liability. I really saw on their faces, shit, what have we done? But they actually stood the ground. I actually had two tax returns for them. One, as they requested it. And the second, with tax strategy and maximization of their tax credits and deductions. The difference was refund to thousands and thousands in the two digits, thousands of dollars in taxes. They obviously saw both tax returns because it's my duty to let them know, hey, this is with utilizing the tax code. This is straightforward. Your income, no deductions, you pay taxes. God bless you. They made the decision, pay taxes. 
moderate. This will balance the amount of taxes you pay. They more than likely will determine which tax deductions you can maximize versus paying more taxes in other areas. These people go to the edge of the box, but will never think outside of it. And that's, again, perfectly fine. Conservative. These are tax preparers that will do exactly what the tax law says and leave no room for interpretation other than theirs. That's it. They won't utilize uh, uh, research. They won't utilize circulars from the IRS saying, oh, we fucked up here. We did this, blah, 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 blah. They won't consult with uh, colleagues. It's just very straightforward. Whatever the tax software tells you, that's what it is, right? These individuals will not even get close to the outside of the box. They play it safe. But they play it safe because that's how they play it personally. Now, each tax advisor will be aggressive, moderate, or conservative based on their own beliefs, based on their own personal investment on you. Right? Most important, find a tax person who matches how aggressive you are willing to be on tax matters. We have a client, a dear friend of ours, and we were proposing a tax strategy, tax uh, uh, planning uh, to minimize, listen, to minimize his tax liability without exposure. But it involved some creative tax uh, planning structures and things like that. Well, we came to know that he was afraid of moving certain pieces of his business outside his uh, uh, state of California. That's perfectly fine. But we only came to know after we proposed that to him. So now we went back to the drawing board and we're not utilizing anything that is outside his comfort zone. We're going to be able to reduce his tax liability, tax exposure for now and forever until the tax code changes, which changes very little every year with adjustments and things like that, but we always keep on top of it. But the, mo the most important really thing is that if you're not comfortable on utilizing aggressive, go moderate. If you're not comfortable with moderate and you wanna be like this to other individuals that they wanna contribute to the uh, budget of the United States and the growth of the country, be my guest go ahead and pay taxes there's nothing there's there's nothing wrong with it it's your money that's it it's your money not mine right if you're not willing to take the risk and be vulnerable or maximize your deductions well just do it without any consequences tax funding whatever the tax software that you're using says pay taxes and that's it taxes can be very 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 complicated and even though if you use h r block software and trust me i am not badging those tax softwares they're perfectly fine for most of us uh for a good percentage of the population if you don't know taxes the odds of inputting something that you 
un misunderstood or you understood differently or Google told you differently, it's going to cost you a lot of money in, ta in, penalty, in penalties, in interest, in additional taxes, in a possible audit from the IRS and from the state. It it's complicated. Tax law, tax code, you don't learn it on April 15th when you are pressing send on that tax software. Trust me, it's not learned in one hour or couple of hours of you preparing your tax return. No, you don't become a tax expert on April 15th. Most of us do become tax experts on April 15th because we're listening to the news. And today we all woke up tax advisors, tax planning and tax attorneys by saying, oh, look at Donald Trump. He didn't pay taxes. He only paid $750 this year. Oh, my God. We all criticize his tax return. I do want to go little item, line by line, dissect it to actually see what is it that they did. Because it's amazing. Let me tell you one thing. That's an amazing tax planning. That is. The structure, the entities, everything. I'm pretty sure that the IRS is learning a lot from those tax returns. Because based on him, he's being audited for he has been audited for the last three, four, five years, and they still have not finished. They have questions, they're learning. <laughs> it's it is what it is, right? We we can't be upset because of that. We cannot be upset because he's not paying taxes. There's there's a funny story, and I'm gonna debunk the the myth. There's a saying on, in, on the internet that according to the internet, Bu uh, uh, Warren Buffett in one of his interviews said that he paid less taxes than his secretary. Let me tell you one thing. No, he does not pay less taxes than his secretary, but what he does, he actually pays a lower tax bracket, marginal tax, as his secretary. Meaning that maybe the tax secretary, it's paying at a 15, 18, 21% marginal taxes compared to him that he's at a lower marginal tax based on his income. Why? Because he actually utilizes tax strategies, tax shelters, tax deferments, tax forget, tax uh, uh, free investments. What's wrong with planning for your taxes? If you don't plan for your taxes, most likely you're not planning in your business. Most likely you're not planning for your retirement. Most likely you're just winging it. Uh, let me see if I can make some sales this month. Oh, shit. I didn't sell anything. Oh, shit. I have to do the accounting. I have to do taxes. I have to do human resources. I have to manage. I have to file. I have to scan. I have to cut checks. I have to. And, and what about selling? What about growing your business? What about growing yourself? What about, what about, what about, what about the first thing you started your business? Because. No, 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 no. Let me do everything myself because that's the way I'm going to make more money. Kudos. I applaud you for having a job. 
No, 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 no. I'm an entrepreneur. No, you're not. You have a job. Did you miss it? This week, we did a quick video on our Instagram page about selecting books. And mostly not about selecting books, but about telling you, focus what you should be focused on. Don't focus on little petty stuff. Don't focus on little tools to help you on your current job. You need to be looking for tools on growing your business and growing yourself to face from that freaking job that you have to becoming the true CEO, business owners, for what you started it. Make sure you get our exclusive Instagram content. Make sure you follow us. Here's a little video on how to do it. First, open Instagram and type Jesus. There's memes, there's, there's, there's fun information. Again, you're never going to see me on TikTok dancing or doing shit like that. Well, I shouldn't say you're never going to because my team might say, hey, Vidal, you're going to have to jump from the fourth floor of the Empire State Building. I'm joking. So, which I wouldn't do it unless it's with a parachute and not even. So follow us on our social media. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, uh, uh, what else? Uh, LinkedIn. Yes, follow us on LinkedIn. So it's fun. I've, uh, I said a shitload of things today that probably my team is going to say, Vidal, you shouldn't have to say that. Vidal, you should reserve your opinions too. But you know what? No, those are my opinions. That's what I believe in. And, uh, Kudos for whomever is doing the tax returns for Donald Trump and his corporations because, damn, they're utilizing every piece of, 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 um, of law, every piece of circulars, every piece of structure that it's out there available for them, and they're avoiding taxes, which is perfectly legal. Whether you like it or not, the thing that because you're not doing it, it's not wrong that somebody else is doing it. The problem is that you're listening to opinions. The problem is that you're listening to your compadre, your comadre, your friend, your neighbor, your coworker that are in the same level that you are. They are at the same level that you are. You need to grow. You need to expand your horizons. You need to think outside the box, maybe to just minimize. Hey, many, maybe if you just save $500, take your family for a nice dinner. Who knows? Today's quote is from an advertisement from a financial firm, a little, a very little financial firm. You might not have heard of it. They called Morgan Stanley. Huh? And they said, 
you must pay taxes, but there's no law that says you got to leave a tip. It's been great seeing you. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with the Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.